You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 13. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 13. <clears throat> oh, you're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 13. Okay, that's I've found my voice now. Make sure you click subscribe so you can stay up to date with um, all these episodes that I release every couple of weeks. You can also find me on Instagram at LukePage underscore underscore underscore. So today I um, I speak to, I catch up with a uh, an old fella of mine, an old, uh, well, I, when, I, when I worked, because I used to work at a, um, a coaching company where we helped coaches build their online business to six and seven figures. So who I speak to today, Nick. Arachi, um, he was a client of the companies, so um, I got to know Nick from that company. Um, yeah, Nick's a really awesome guy. He just—he's the type of guy that he's very likable. Um, he just basically says, "What do I need to do?" and he does it, um, and that is a major, major contributor to his success. So throughout this episode. Um, we basically talk about his journey that he's uh, gone through to build a multiple six-figure online coaching business, what he's done, and he's got some really simple, basic, foundational advice that um, he doesn't overcomplicate things. So here we go. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Nick, mate, I, I actually I always call you Nicholas Arachimus. You're like you're, you're probably thinking, well, where's he got this name from? Sounds like a, uh, sounds like something from Gladiator. That's what I'm. That's what I, yeah, remind, it reminds yeah. me of like the Roman days, yeah. Back Which I'm day. totally cool with. You can think of me as Gladiator. That's that's mate, I absolutely do. Absolutely do. Um, so, <coughs> mate. Um, well, thanks for thanks for your time aside to do this. By the way, I have unlimited time for you, Mr. Page. Thanks, bro. I've got a bit of a man crush for this dude because uh, not only is he a good-looking dude, he's just actually a good-looking. He's just not only a good-looking dude, but he's a good guy as well. Like he's got a really good we just, attitude. We just get along really well. Two legends, really. Always have, always have. So, man, why don't we just start off with um, you know just filling in everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So, um, what do you do, and you know who do you help? Yeah. So I'm an online health and fitness coach. Uh, I mainly help uh, men between. 30 and 60, uh, but also branch out to females as well if they need help. Um, I help anybody that that wants to improve themselves. That's my motto, I guess you can call it. Okay. But yeah, pretty um, pretty standard stuff. Finished high school, got my degree in exercise science, and then did personal training because I just love the gym. I mm-hmm. love lifting heavy things. I love helping people. So it was a good uh, it was a good thing to get into. And then. I just, I've always loved to improve. So I thought to myself, the next, the next, next best thing after PT would be online coaching so I can help people around the world. And, um, that's what I did with the help of you a couple of years ago, Luke, but, um, mm. yeah, it's what I do now and I love it and I'll be doing it forever because it's, it's my whole life. It's, it's mm. my favorite thing to do. I feel like I don't have a job because I have so much fun doing this. Yeah. That's sick, man. Like when you say you help out these guys 30 to 60, mainly, yeah, you help a lot of people Mainly, yeah. look what exactly you're helping them with uh so health and fitness across the board 
yeah. but uh, most mostly body transformations. Right. So reducing body fat, increasing muscle mass. Um, but you, when you do stuff like that, your health markers across the board always improve. So we work on a lot with their lifestyle, getting them more active. Um, mm -hmm. And when your body changes, your confidence also increases. It's just, it's just a good time, really. So yeah. it's it's a whole it's a whole thing, but it's mainly body transformation. Okay. And so, um, you know, you before you started your online actual business, you were just you were working in a gym, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Doing the same old shit, working the crazy hours and all that all over the shop. Um, yeah, you work when people hire you. So if it's 4 a.m., you work at 4 a.m. If it's you got no night, choice. you work. No, you just yeah. take the sessions. So was that the reason why you like you started moving on to online? Well, the the main reason that I did it was because um, I was single for a very long time and then I found myself a beautiful girlfriend. And I discovered that I didn't have a lot of spare time. And mm. because I was working such insane random hours, I was always tired and I couldn't spend a lot of time with her. And then it made me realize nothing against PT, but it made me realize for myself and what I want in life because I'm a, I'm a very strong family values. I'm Italian. So family's <laughs> everything to me. And I just, I don't know if I'd be able to do personal training and have a family yeah. the way that I want it to, have to be. So I thought right. something has to change. But then I started viewing my, my, PT as a job, not a career. And it upset me because a career in, in my mind is something that you, you do forever because mm. it's your chosen field. And I just couldn't see myself doing PT when I was like 40 with three kids and a wife and stuff. So mm -hmm. sort of wanted to change it up. Okay. So let's just, um, let's chat about like you've built your, your business to like a, a, a multi six level figure um, level. You're right. Mm -hmm. So, Let's just chat about how you actually did it, man. So what do you well, tell me your secrets, mate? Tell me, tell me everything. Tell me every secret, mate. Too much competition. Too much no, competition. It's it's um it's it's not gonna sound very cool because yeah. it's very basic, but it is the it's truth. Up. And people, yeah, people listen to this podcast because they want to learn stuff. This will actually teach you some good stuff. Mm -hmm. It's the stuff that you taught me when we worked together. Mm. Um, look at the same same stuff. All you need to do really simply is get leads. So people that want to work with you, get them, call them, help them, and then they will hire you. So essentially what the main, my main job besides doing the program and helping people and making diet plans, and all that stuff is getting new clients. And I do that with Facebook ads to get leads Yeah. with those leads. I just call them and give them massive value, help them. And then they trust and like me. And then mm -hmm. I, offer them the program and they, they do it or they don't do it. Yeah. Usually they do it. They do it. So like your main source of gathering leads is through Facebook ads, is it? Yes. There's other means also. Um, yeah. I'm big on referrals as well because obviously mm -hmm. my program is really good. Everyone's really happy and satisfied. So yeah. during the process or afterwards, I'll just ask my, my, my boys, um, do you know anyone that wants to um, go through what you've just went through? You obviously enjoyed it. Mm. And then they'll give me referrals that way. But my, my main source of leads is Facebook ads. It's just, I just, I love it. It's just such a, um, like, it's a very controllable way of getting leads because mm -hmm. you, you spend money, you, you put your ad spend out and the leads come through. So there's yeah. no real like issues. Or, like there's no fluxes of lots of leads and not many leads because it's all controlled by your ad spend. Yeah. Have you found, um, have you found the Facebook ad strategy, uh, you know, 
evolve over the, the, the last few years? Like, do you find that it's got better for you? Have you found it's got tougher? Have you found it's stayed the same? Like kind of over the last few years or a couple of years, how do you found it's gone? Um, I found that it's like, it's always been very consistent. Um, but I have noticed that the, the leads are getting slightly more expensive mm-hmm. um, than what they used to be when I first started. Um, however, in saying that, um, I'm not like a marketing guru. And when I, I know that I haven't done a lot of retargeting and I know that retargeting can decrease your ad spend massively. Yeah. Um, so that's if I, it's not an issue that leads aren't that expensive. Uh, mm-hmm. But if it ever did become an issue, I know that there's a lot more I could do with my marketing to decrease the spend. It sounds like I'm being lazy and not just doing it now, but I don't have any issues. So it's not my, my drive to fix a problem that doesn't exist isn't very high. Yeah. And what, um, I mean, for, how do you think, like, I was, I was going to ask this later on, but it's kind, of, it's kind of relevant now, just around like you obviously in health and fitness and it's a pretty challenging market, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you stand out, mate? How do you stand out when so many other um, fitness coaches or health and fitness coaches or health coaches, whatever it is, are really struggling? Well, what is it that you do to stand out so you get the attention? Yeah, I'm not... Um... I'm not an expert at this question, but again, I'll just tell you the truth and what I answer as best I can. <laughs> I don't really specifically do anything to stand out, but in my head, my belief is if you get people results, people will hire you. Mm. So results must always come first and there must be yep. good results. You can't just like help someone. You need to change their life. They yep. need to really value everything you, that you've done for them. If you're providing a good service, you don't, I don't think you really need to stand out that much because you have proven results and proof that you are good at your job and people hire you because they want results. And if you always get results, then what's the problem? So you're saying basically it's like the goal should be to, you know, get people results first. Cause I mean, look, I've a lot of, a lot of my markets, new and early stage coaches, right? So mm-hmm. some of them are at the beginning of their, some of them have got people results in previous jobs and careers. Others mm-hmm. haven't, others have got a passion and a talent and it's just leading them towards you know, this new style of coaching that they're doing and this new business. So you're basically saying that the main focus is, is get people results. So then you can have the results behind your back, not only for the belief for yourself, but also the, um, to be able to show people, Hey, this is a testimonial. This is a case study. This is a client I helped and that type of thing. And then let those results speak. Is that what you're saying? In, in my opinion? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It doesn't mean that I'm right. That's just what I believe. Oh, mate, if, if you, everything you say is right, mate, everything. <laughs> but if you think about it, like um, I do this all the time, like if I want to go eat at a restaurant, I look at the reviews because mm. it's proof. And if, yeah. if people say that it's good, I'll go there. If people say it's not good, I'm obviously mm-hmm. not going to go there. So if you have testimonials, yeah, you should, um, you should be fine. But also in saying that, didn't really answer your question too tangibly, but there's another way that as well, if you want to get technical about it. So... Standing out, yep. you can't just, well, you can, but if you want, the way that I try and stand out and differentiate myself from other coaches, because obviously there's hundreds and thousands of coaches, um, is I use a lot of science and evidence, evidence-backed stuff because I'm an exercise scientist by trade. That's something that I can just call back onto. So instead of like, it's not so, not so much that I lead by example, but I everything I put out is science and evidence-based stuff. Yep. If that makes sense. 
So it's not like I'm the best. I do this. You should do it too. It's this is what the facts and science are. Yeah. And this is why it works. And I feel okay. like some people appreciate and hire me for that specific reason also. Mm. That, I think that answers the question a bit better, but I do do that on purpose. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's like, whatever you go, whatever you put out, it's backed by facts and evidence as opposed to just a subjective opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's spot on. That's what I do. It doesn't mean yeah. it's the only way to do it, but that's what I, that's how I try and differentiate myself from everyone else. Okay. All right. Um, mate, how did, so like, what are the, talk to me about referrals for a second. Cause you said that, um, you can do them during or after you get some results. Obviously after you get them results would be a, you know, pretty straightforward. Yeah. And common sense. It's like, all right, you get them amazing result, you get them what they want and you go, well, who else do you know that I can also help out in that area? Um, mm-hmm. When would you ask them during the process? What's the, what would have to happen for you to go that you haven't exactly got them the full result or you haven't exactly taken them through your full program? What would have to happen for you to go, hey, I'm going to actually actually ask now? I bring it into the conversation after they've had a huge win. So like as an example, someone might lose like two kilos in one week, for example, for whatever reason. And they'll send me an email or a message. Hi, Nick, this just happened. It's, I'm so amazed. I'm so happy. Thank you for helping me all that stuff, which happens often. And mm-hmm. that's just a nice segue to be like, amazing. I'm so proud of you. Um, it's, sometimes it's a bit easier if you do things as a team, as a group. So do you know anyone that you can go to the gym and train with? If you do, send them my way. Maybe I can help them also. Yeah. So just real casual, but I don't like to like force it down their throat. Like you're my client. Do you have any people that also want to buy from me? Like that just doesn't <laughs> seem very genuine to me. So yeah, you just, yeah, I yeah. say it like that, just throw in the conversation because They'll, and they'll always say yes because they're enjoying themselves. Mm. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't randomly bring it up if they weren't enjoying themselves because that doesn't make any sense. So mm. it's never, it's, it's always a, a nice conversation and it always works well because I do it in that specific way. Okay. What do you think? So yeah, after, after big wins. So after big wins, right. Okay. Yeah. So, so what, would you, what would you say like an a awesome quality that you have or a trait that's been um, responsible for you to build your business to the level that it's at. And you know, you've been, how long you've been doing the online stuff for now? Uh, I think like three years, three years. So, you know, three years, it's not an eternity, but I mean, as in m- most coaches probably wouldn't last a year. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you think the qualities that you have or the traits that you have that's allowed you to kind of get to the level that you are and survive? I think just having, having a game plan and structure and just nailing it. Um, it's similar to, um, bodybuilding, personal training, fitness, gym, like, you know what you have to do and then you just, just do it, just smash it out. I know that I need to get leads. I know I need to call those leads and I know that I need to do sales calls so I can get clients. If I don't do those things, I'm not going to make any money or help anybody. So Mm -hmm. having a game plan and a structure and knowing that structure well, and just nailing it, just keep doing it. Right. Be consistent. Like, like with many things in life, are you consistent enough? Yeah. Probably going to win. All right. And then like, where do you get there? Where do you learn the game plan from? I learned that um, from a, a coaching business that I joined. So I saw same way, pretty much the same way that I get leads and clients. Now I run Facebook ads. I saw a Facebook ad for online fitness coaching, clicked mm-hmm. it, gave them my email and phone number. They called me and I joined the program. It was 20 grand up front. So it wasn't a, so it wasn't a small out, amount of cash. Yeah, you're talking about winning here. I'm thinking, who, like, who's this program? 
Yeah, winning. That's where yeah, I met okay. you. That's where yeah. I met you, mate. Yeah. So and it's the best like, thing I ever did. Nice. And then, like, are you are you doing anything now? Like, are you doing any? Um, have you got any coaching? Are you doing any programs now? I am super, super, super lucky and fortunate because one of my coaches at winning, his name's James Wellington, mm. absolute legend, and we're like best mates. Mm. I talk to him like five times a day, every day. Yeah. Fortunately for me, he's an absolute superstar. Mm. So in a sense, you could say that he is my coach, but we're not mm -hmm. doing any formal coaching. But right. um, if I have asked questions, I just ask him and he tells me because we're such, we're such a close friend. So why not? But um, going back to what we said before, I know my game plan. I know my structure. I know what I need to do. And I just do it. Get leads, okay. call them, sign them up, get them results. Yeah. Really, really easy. Mate, you're, uh, how about your, your followers that you got? You got 76,000 followers. On Instagram, yeah. Mate, do you want to do you want to handball like a couple over to me, mate? I've got like a measly 2,000. I'm like <laughs> scraping the barrel here. So like how did you how did you get that amount of followers? Because a big thing with, um, you know, new and early stage coaches, what they want and they're like, how do I build my following? How do I build my following? Mm. Mm. So how did you get to 76,000? Um, a couple ways which all of which probably aren't that helpful, but I had Instagram so long ago, like years and years, like before it was like a thing I had Instagram. Um, so having it back then, I think helped me a lot because I got a lot of my followers back then when it was a new platform. Um, and probably not the, the nicest thing to admit, but it's also the truth back then there was no like restrictions on Instagram. You could pretty much do whatever you wanted. So I did a lot of following and unfollowing. Mm -hmm. can't do that these days because like you get action blocked and it just doesn't work but back then you could do whatever you wanted so i would like follow like ten thousand people at a time half of them would follow me back and then i don't follow them all yeah. it doesn't sound like a nice thing to do but in a sense if you think about it it's just like i'm putting myself right in front of their face because yeah. i put out nice content that could potentially help them so mm -hmm. it's not like it sounds dodgy but if you think about it for the reasons that i was doing it it's actually quite nice yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so, yeah. basically like um, what you were relying on is because you know that you your feed was full of awesome content and then you're mm -hmm. basically following a lot of people. And then the mm -hmm. idea is, is if you're going to follow someone, there's a good chance they're going to look at your profile and check out this. Exactly. Dude. And then there's a chance that, well, they're going to look at, look at a few videos and go, oh, this guy actually knows what he's talking about and they're going to follow you. Mm -hmm. Simple. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a strategy I, I use. I don't do a batch type thing, but what I base, I, I know that if my, if, if my target market, a new and early stage coach consumes my content, there's a high chance they're going to follow me because I know my shit's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I want them to see my page. I want them to see my profile. So um, I will go around and look, where does my target market hang out and do mm -hmm. the exact same thing. I'll follow them because I know that they're going to look at my profile and, and that's, that's how I build my following base. It's a slow process because I'm actually, um, I'm actually going through individually and looking at people's profiles and checking out, are they a coach or are they a new coach or early stage? So it's a slow process, mm. but it does, I, I mean, I don't, it doesn't really matter because the way I kind of see it, like if you imagine you did a, a seminar, right. And you had 50 people in there. Yeah. And they have a problem that you solve and you're talking about your shit. Like that's a, that's an awesome opportunity to have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah, you don't even need you don't need bloody fifty thousand followers or anything like that. Like fifty people that are, you know engage with you and they're your target audience, and you can help them out. Mm-hmm. You could only get you know ten percent of them, and that's five clients still. So mm. okay, so you I guess that what you're saying is that yeah you you took advantage of Instagram at the early days and you got in early, right? That's the first thing. But yeah. you said you had you you just you produce good content which is the main thing. Yeah. People are not going to follow you if you've got shit content. Exactly. And consistent content too. Yeah. I find like if I don't post for like a few days or a week or for whatever reason, mm. um, yeah, all the engagement just goes away. So if you're not consistent, you're not, you're going to struggle, but also on what you were saying before, the platform has changed and you can't get away with a lot of stuff now, which I think is well fine. It's just the way that it is. And I literally do exactly what you, exactly what you just said. I will go around. And if some, I'll just, I'll just look at people. Like I'll search a fitness hashtag and I'll look at people that are uploading gym photos and I'll go to their profile and I'll like a few of their photos, leave a nice comment just to put myself in front of their face and they may follow me. They may not, but what you said is also true. It's, it's, it's nice to have a big following, but do you actually make any money from it? Probably not. Mm. And how much money are you really trying to make? Like you said, if you have 50 people and every single person buys your program, we're talking about a lot of cash. And helping a lot of people, fifty people is a lot of people. So just because I have eighty thousand followers doesn't make me better, and it also certainly doesn't mean that I'm selling to all of them. Mm. Also, I'm in the fitness industry, so fitness sex sells. So I got my shirt off half the time. So people might just be following me to see that. Who knows? Doesn't mean they're actually <laughs> buying. Them. So yeah. when we spoke before about how I run my business, the first thing I said was Facebook ads because it's a tangible, controllable way to get leads to clients and help people. Mm. didn't mention Instagram because it's not a massive thing for me. Yeah. looks cool to have followers, but it doesn't actually do a lot. Mm. If, we, if we're talking about specifically helping individual, individual people running a business and making good, good coin. Yeah. I mean, we're, it's, it's conversion at the end of the day. So if we've got like exactly. said, got 80,000 followers and you're not selling from it, well, it's, it's pointless compared to yeah. 50 followers and you are getting sales from it. I'm talking about Instagram for a second because my market is uses Instagram a lot. Um, how many times a week would you post? Cause you talk about consistency. Yeah. So how many times a yeah. week would you be posting? I've played around with a few things. Um, every day, obviously. So mm-hmm. I would easily post seven times a week, just once a day. Um, but then I was posting twice a day. So I was posting like 15 times a week. Mm-hmm. But I found when I did that, the, the quality of my content was just not very, very good. So mm. like, yes, I was being consistent. Yes. I was pumping out all this content, but it wasn't like, it wasn't very good. I just yeah. posted for the sake of like, Oh, it's the afternoon, better post. But now <laughs> yeah, I, man, yeah. I have, I like don't spend all day, but like I'll spend a good amount of time thinking about how can I help my audience? How can I make good, good piece of content? And I'll throw it out there once a day in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, so I relate to that, yes. Man. Consistent. Yeah. Yes. Consistency, mm. but not like, don't like flood it just for the sake of flooding it. Like, you don't really, if anything, I think I, in my opinion, I think it's actually worse to do that. Yeah. Cause then people see was, you just got all this useless content. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Just this junking. You're like, Oh, again, again, who is this guy? Go away. Who is this? Dude? Good. I can't escape him. <laughs> yeah. But if you, if you were, if you could find a way to put out good content and flood your audience with always good content obviously mm-hmm. that's better but that's very hard to do and yeah. like we said before are you actually making money from posting this content 
Yes. Or you're just doing it to get followers. Yeah. Yeah. It's very easily to get distracted in that in that whole thing. Okay, mate. Well, what is your top advice? And you can't mention anything that you've mentioned. It's the rules. Oh God. All right. <laughs> What's your top Good advice man. for any early stage coach trying to build their online business? Oh, easy. Easy. Ooh. You ready? Mate, I'm born ready. It's the best one. It's the best it's the best advice you'll ever get. Hire a coach. If you don't know how to run the business, if you don't know how to make money, you don't know how to make a program, hire someone that can tell you how to do it. And I'm not saying that because you're a coach. Literally, mm. I tried to run my own online fitness business when I was a PT. I was like, oh, I'll do it after work on the side. Failed hard for like two mm. years. As yeah. soon as I hired a coach, bang. Next week I was making five figures. There you go. Because yeah, yeah, I hired yeah. the coach and he told me what to do. Yeah. He is a professional. I don't know how much money he made, Ryan, but um, easily making over a million. So mm. obviously he knows what he's doing. Told me what to do. I did it. A business launched. But I would never have figured it out by myself. So yes, it's an investment. Yeah. Yes, it costs money. But if you're serious about it, mm. hire a coach. Same as anything. Like if you want to lose weight and you you're just eating healthy, yes, yeah. fine. But you're gonna get are you gonna get great results? Maybe. But if you hire a fitness coach that gives you a meal plan, are you gonna get, get results? Of course, because they're telling you exactly what to do. Mm. Anyway, that was a long-winded answer, but that that is my advice. Sorry, right, coach. Uh, mate, I'll be worried if you just give me one-word answers. Yeah, it's pretty okay, tough. Good podcast. And you got the old one-worders. Um, <laughs> what what about the people where they're like, uh, I haven't got money. I haven't got money. Once, I, well, for 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 the business niche, for example, a little bit different for. Well, you'd still get the same objection in the health and fitness, but say for the business people, people building their coaching business, they're like, oh, well, I'll get a business coach once I start making money. What do you say to those people? Um, I can't, yeah, all right. I can't, I won't, I won't say their names, but because don't, don't say the names. Tell, Whatever you no, do, don't, don't say it. the names, man. Okay, good. I, but I do know some coaches that do the exact same job as me did the exact same program as me and they couldn't afford the 20 grand coaching program. They couldn't afford it. And they found a way to do it. One guy borrowed money off his father-in-law. Like he's, I, he's, he asked about, it. he told me, he said he'd suck up his pride and ask his father-in-law for 15 grand because he couldn't afford to do the program, but he knew he needed to do it for his business and his family. So that's how we did it. Another guy, very, he, um, he sold his car. Sold his car to do the program because mm. he wanted to do it and he knew it was going to work. Had a money back guarantee. Sold it. Got the coaching. Now he does. He does insanely well for himself because he hired the coach, got the skills, and now runs his business. And mm. he obviously bought himself a new car once he started making some cash. All he did was catch the bus for a few weeks. Yeah. If you want to do something, mm. you, you just find a way to do it. Not having money or not affording things, in my opinion, is a, a bit of a cop out. Okay. So it's, it really comes down to, you know, what are you willing to do, sacrifice, how much do you want it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd so say it, so for sure, yeah. You can yeah. afford anything if you want it bad enough. All right. Well, number one advice from Nikarachi is get a coach. Um, <laughs> mate, let's let's move on to a little bit on health for a second, yeah, because sure. health is, is what you do. That's my thing. What's, um, mate, what's some advice around health, yeah, that you can give to us that everyone's heard a million times? Um, 
eat healthy, I guess. Is that what you mean? What's like the most common advice you get? Yeah, you know how it's like, oh, well, if you if someone's given some tips around health and how to be healthy and how to live a healthier life, and then you hear the same crap, what would be that that thing that we always hear? Yeah, what would be mm-hmm. that advice? So, if we number one tip for people to stay healthy, be healthy, live a healthy life, what's an advice that everyone's heard before? So, yours is eat healthy. Yeah, and what exactly do you mean by eat healthy? Don't eat junk food. Like eat meats and vegetables and fruits. Just eat nice, healthy food and move around more. Okay, sweet. That's good. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Very, ba- one, very, very basic, but very in basic. a sense, it's, it's it's not um it's not untrue either. It's not very specific. It doesn't really help that much. But if you're eating, like, I'm not sure how how much language I can use on your show, Luke. If you're if you're not eating well, eat better. If you're not moving much, move more. Very basic stuff, but it does work. Okay. Um, P.S. That's it. not the advice I give my paying clients. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, for anyone but, listening yeah, he's like oh well, he's high this guy yeah <laughs> oh shit um what about on the other side of things right what's some advice maybe some lesser known advice that people don't hear all the time around health mm-hmm. the, well i am a health and fitness coach however i do specialize in body transformations so the advice I give technically isn't health advice, but if you're looking to lose fat or gain muscle, it is strong advice for that specific goal and purpose. Anyway, controlling your energy balance is probably the most important thing you can do. So energy, obviously, in the form of calories from food coming in and energy expenditure, calories going out. If you can control that balance, your body shape will change the way that you want it to based on where that balance sits. Sweet. But how do you how do you count calories is, is the big question. I was just about to ask Sorry, that, how- yeah. Yeah, it's very hard. It's not very hard to do. It's simple if you sit down and learn it. Mm. You can learn it on the internet for free, not to downgrade my job at all. But if you were serious about doing it and you didn't have a coach for whatever reason, mm-hmm. if you researched yourself on Google how to control my energy balance, mm-hmm. I'm sure you could figure it out. Mm. Um, but also that's like my main job. My main job is giving people foods that they enjoy eating so they can eat those foods consistently within their lifestyle, all the while controlling their energy balance with those foods. Mm-hmm. And consistent exercise. Okay, it's the best. Um, it's the best thing. Like you, you can you can talk all day about what's the best thing, like keto, vegan, vet, like none of that matters. You control your energy balance, your body shape will change. Sweet, mate. Science. All right. Well, thanks for the advice around that. So, well, um, mate, let's wrap things up there. But there's um, there's one thing that I didn't tell you about. I'm a little bit oh, sneaky. Little what bit is sneaky, it? mate. It's one thing I kind of like to do with everyone. Well, I've been doing it lately and it's just, it's just paying off. I, I do like this little, ask you a few random questions at the end, but they're mm-hmm. surprise questions basically. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Now you are an Italian man. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Italian heritage. So I, I think I was going, well, let's go for the theme of Italy. All so, right. are you ready? Don't speak. Don't speak Italian to me, Luke. You know I can't speak. Italian. No, 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 no. We're not doing right, that. Right. Right. We've been All through right. that. We've been through that. What is okay? So, what's the what's the Italian name? So you got to you got to. There's the Australian name, right? Or the names that we mm-hmm. say in Australia. You got to you got to tell us what the Italian name is. All right, I can try. I All am right. Australian, but I am also Italian, so I'll do my best. All right. So we'll. 
Oh, we'll start off with well, what's the what's what's the Italian name for Luke? So Luca. Like, Luca. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice, Just mate. Throw, what, throw a vowel at the end. Yep. Yeah. What about um? What about Nick? Nick's not a very Italian name, is it? I mean, uh, no, probably not Nico. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Nico. Nico. What maybe. What does your does your mum go? Nico. Nico. Hey, <laughs> we. What does your mum call no, you? She calls me Nicholas usually. Oh, it's a Nicholas, isn't it? Oh, my full name yeah is Nicholas. Yeah. Nico. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Nico. I don't know. Nico. Yeah, um, that'll do. That sounds Italian. That's it, right? I'm going a little bit more challenging now. And these ones oh, are actually looked up. So this will test you. Jeez, no pressure. Um, Samuel. The Italian Samuel. name for Samuel. I don't mate, know. My mate's name, he's, uh, he's I've got a mate called Sam and he's Italian. Yeah. So I know this from him. It's funny the first time I found out because he's actually his real name is this name. We didn't know. Growing up with him, we just thought it was Sam. I have no idea. Ready for the Miami blown? Blow it. Salvatore. Salvatore. Oh, really? Hey? But that's that's the Italian version of Sam, is it? Yeah, well, that's the Italian oh, version of Sam. It's not even an M in that word. No. Oh, well, it's cool though. It is, I like it. What about last one, man? Last one, I'll let you go. You're last probably one. thinking, mate, right. what is this crap? What have I got myself into? <laughs> Italian name, Nicholas, yeah. for yeah. Joseph. Yes, I'm bad at this, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've stumped me. I have no idea. Joseph. You want to have a guess? Josepha. I have no idea, bro. <laughs> Josepha, mate, no, it's, <laughs> it's not far off. Giuseppe! Oh, of Giuseppe! Course, of course, of course. That makes sense. Uh, Damn it. Oh, I'm not boy. doing too well here, am I? No, you're doing all right, mate. You're doing all right. What's the Italian word for, for, for beautiful? Oh, bella. Well, uh, close. It's, oh, am uh, wrong? It's Nicholas Avachimus. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at LukePage underscore underscore underscore.